Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. Time to do some Week 14 early betting trends. Joining me to do so, John Breach. What's up, Breach? Hair looks darker. Well, you know why, Will? Because I was going to diet, and then I decided, no, I'm not going to. And then it looked darker anyway, so it looks like I did. So I don't even know what to think now. But look, I promise you all the grays are still here. I hear took a shower like an hour ago that might be it you know your hair gets damp it looks a little darker sure yeah this is my first yeah. shower in like a month my god i needed it uh yeah you smell terrible um <laughs> let's uh let's dive in your early best bets you've been crushing them for the last few weeks uh how'd you do this week this past week uh two oh and one so far but the last one is saints yeah. buccaneers monday night so uh, that's doing right. good yeah. doing good all right cool very cool uh let's start in the nfc east you are taking a, a matchup between a team that uh, tied last week and a team that truck sticked the Tennessee Titans and the Philadelphia Eagles to cover against the Giants. Eagles minus six and a half an early best bet for you. Yeah, look, as someone who lives in Nashville and watches the Titans every single week, let me just say they don't get truck sticked too often. We saw them play the Chiefs with a backup quarterback. They took Kansas City to overtime. We saw them play the Bengals. They lost 20 to 16. Uh, you know, these are games they could have won. They played the Eagles. They got their butt kicked. Look, the Eagles are getting hot at the right time. Uh, there's no real good way to go about trying to stop their offense. If you say, hey, we're going to stop the pass, they'll just run all over you. If you say, hey, we're going to stop the run, they'll just throw the ball on you. It's just the, the offense is too dynamic. And six and a half points is a lot in a divisional game. So it does scare me a little bit. Uh, but man, the Eagles are just so good right now that I think they can beat almost anyone by a touchdown. Uh, and so I like them this game, especially because the Giants aren't very, uh, this game turns into a shootout that the Giants are going to be able to keep up. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Uh, yeah, we have the, uh, the Eagles, uh, it's at six and a half. I actually think, uh, I believe I put this one down as one that I think will move. Um, so we just talk about that now. I, I just wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, if we saw the, the Eagles line move up past seven, now, granted, they're coming off this huge game. It's a little bit of a letdown spot. Um, but, you know, we'll have to see what happens with Sunday Night Football. Um, you know, they're still trying to keep pace with the with the Cowboys. And they want to try and get that number one seed in the NFC. And so, you know, this is a, a huge game. The Giants tied against Washington. I don't know that they're def- – I mean, they had a lot of chances to win. So, but, you know, you have to feel like they're probably pretty – a little deflated to tie that game, knowing that they have to play Washington again in two weeks. And in, while Washington's on a bye, they have to play Philly, which is just <laughs> not an easy task at all. Uh, you know, the defensive line um, had, a, had a field day. We got after Taylor Heineke. I think we'll struggle a lot more to get after Jalen Hurts. You know, he's running the ball really well and throwing the ball uh, as well as – or throwing the ball very well also as well. Um, I, I can't think this line could move over seven. So if you want it, this is certainly one to jump on now. Next. Yeah, and we talk about jumping on them, Brinson. Last week, last Sunday, uh, when we were talking about Seahawks, Rams, the Seahawks were only favored by four on Sunday. Oh, that line 
eventually moved to eight and a half. So if you grabbed it last Sunday, at least you got a push and didn't lose money. Well, and it came back down to six and a half at close, which was a little weird. Uh, so it just tells you that that initial line was uh, pretty, uh, pretty spot on. Um, they did, in fact, win by four in that matchup. Next up for you, Breach, is the Tennessee Titans. Ah, to come yep. with the Jaguars. Titans minus three and a half. Uh, yeah, we just talked about this Titans scene and how they got destroyed by the Eagles. But you know what? If there's a perfect bounce back game for Tennessee, it is playing Jacksonville. If the Titans are playing the Jaguars, that I am betting on Tennessee. I don't care what the point spread is. Uh, Tennessee has won five straight games against Jacksonville. And Brinson, they have won those five games by an average of 16.8 points per game. These games are not close. Mike Vrabel just knows how to attack Jacksonville's offensive personnel. Uh, they have a lot of success. Jacksonville doesn't do a great job of slowing down Derrick Henry. Uh, and, and, you know, after losing two in a row, the Titans need a bounce back. And I think they are going to get it in this spot. I think they win by, I, I would probably take this up to six. I mean, I, I really wow. like Tennessee. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I mean, this could be, you know, this could be a pretty, uh, pretty big bounce back spot for, um, for the, for the Titans, I think. And I wouldn't be surprised if this line moved up uh, either. Um, Jacksonville. Yeah, you know, I, I they got I mean they got truck sticked by the Lions, which is just not it's not great. Um they had a chance to get five, seven, and one and the Titans just be like two what like two and a half games back of the Titans with this matchup going on. And now instead it's like that beat down by the Lions. You're you know, you you gotta deal with the Titans who are who know that you know they, they can finish they can essentially end the division. Excuse me, Jacksonville would have gotten to five and seven. I'm sorry, that was that's Indian had. They can kind of end the division with the win against Jacksonville, I feel like. Um and Derrick Henry could go nuts in this game also. So uh, I tend to agree with you there that we can see this line uh, move up as well. There you go. Titans. Yeah, and like you said, look, Tennessee, after they've lost these last two games, they are now 7-5, and five, which is not where they want to be. Jacksonville's 4-8. and eight. It, it is. Like, essentially, if Indy loses Sunday night, which we don't know but because uh, we record this at halftime, but this is, like you said, a, a chance to put it away. So I think they'll be mo motivated. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Jets plus nine and a half to cover against the Buffalo Bills is your third one. Yeah, this to me feels like just a gigantic point spread. Look, the last time these two teams played came back in week nine and the Jets won with Zach Wilson as their quarterback. And you know why they won, Brenton? Because the Bills struggled to move the ball against New York's defense. And look, we can point to Josh Allen's injury, but that didn't happen until very late in the game. So he struggled for three and a half quarters before he got injured. And Buffalo only scored 17 points. So I think that the Jets defense could give them some fits again. Uh, I, I, I think the Bills are going to have a tough time scoring points. I can't see them scoring more than, say, 27 uh, and if they get there, you know, the Jets would just have to get to 18, 19, 20. Uh, so I, I do think the Jets can keep this in single digits. So I like New York uh, in this spot. I dig it. I dig it. Um, I think the Jets actually could move down. You know, Ooh. I think, I, I, I mean, I just think that this is a, you know, Mike White has got this team playing a lot more, not safe, but just a little more even keeled on offense. Garrett Wilson came out after the game. It was like, I'll go, you know, I'll ride or die with this Mike White guy. Um, you know, nine and a half is a ton of points for a divisional game, especially when the Jets already beat this team once. So I, I think, I don't think it's going to get down to like seven or anything like that, but I mean, I just could see it being, I could see it moving a little bit. And so if you're getting nine and a half points, that's all, I mean, look, could the Bills absolutely blast the Jets? Of course. Like, that wouldn't be shocking. The Bills are a good football team. They have, you know, extremely high ceiling. 
Um, you know, but uh, I just think we could, uh, I think the Jets could keep it close. I, I tend to like the nine and a half, and I think that's one uh, that could move as well. Uh, by the way, Zonovan Knight, my boy, pretty good for the Jets uh, in, in that game. Zonovan. The- Baby. And finally, you've got the Raiders covering five and a half against the Rams. Yeah, you know, Brinson, the Raiders are one of the hottest teams in football. They've won four games in a row, but I feel like it's kind of flown under the radar because of how bad they were to start the season. All the Josh McDaniels on the hot seat talk and uh, everybody was ready to fire them, even though they were losing all their games by just one score. And now they've kind of bounced back. We just saw them. Uh, beat the Chargers. We've seen them beat the Seahawks. They have just played really well over the past few weeks. And the flip side of this is that won, uh, just, just have, they won three games in a row. Or three of their past four? Three of their past, uh, 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 four of their past six. Four of their past six. They, they lost to the Colts and beat the Broncos, Seahawks, and uh, and Chargers. But I mean, still, three three wins in a row after like, because I mean, after the Saturday loss, it was like, all right, that's it. That's it. Like that's just the that's the breaking point. That's the straw that broke the camel back. And then they have managed to put together three pretty impressive performances. Right. And, and you know, two of those they were underdogs against the Broncos, and that was on the road. They were underdogs against the Seahawks. That was on the road. And then obviously they beat the Chargers at home. They're going back on the road on a short week Thursday game. And so I think one thing that might scare people away from betting uh, against the Rams is how well they played against the Seahawks. But look. That's a divisional game. Crazy things happen in divisional games. I think this is going to be the game where we see how bad the Rams really are, especially if Aaron Donald can't play. Uh, Obviously, Matthew Stafford won't be out there. Uh, So I really like the Raiders in this spot. You have a bad Rams team that only has four days to prepare, and you have a Raiders team that is just firing on all cylinders right now. So I like Vegas here. And when you you said that they won four in a row, I was like, I didn't know that. I mean, like, I mean, obviously it was three, but like, I still didn't. I don't think that even registered to me. And that was me pre-predicting the Rams win. Right, that's right, right. no, that's going to be the fourth win in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not knocking you. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm not knocking. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, call you out on. I'm just saying, like, I, I don't think I'd even realize that they'd. I mean, I knew they'd won three in a row, but I mean, like, you're, you're to your point. They're just not getting, like, they're not getting the buzz of a team that that's actually won games. You know, we think of the Raiders as a team that you know, it's. It's one of those situations where a lot of times we don't change our priors during the season, you know, like you or you, you don't change. You need to you need to adjust your opinion throughout the season. You can't just, you know, rely on on what happened early on in the year to inform you about what might happen the rest of the way. And, yeah, I mean, like, look, I mean, you know, they're not going to make the playoffs and they're not going to be, you know, they're not going to division hunt or anything like that. But, I mean, they're going to be five and seven after this week. And that's like if you go 500, if Josh McDaniels goes 500 his first year, I think that's or you know, eight, not eight, nine or nine and eight, whatever it is. I think that's pretty successful. And you you have a spot here where they're, you're playing a Rams team that, you know, they said Matthew Stafford's season is over. They put him on IR, effectively ending his season. Sean McVay said after the game, he's like, it's a sort of a spinal contusion type of thing. So he's going to be done. Um, Cooper Cup, there's no chance they're going to bring him back. Aaron Donald, I think they're basically sitting out. They're, they're sitting everybody and saying, look, you know, lost season, coming off a, win, a Super Bowl win. Let's move on to next year. And, uh, and, and there you have it. So I think, I think while the team played hard and fought hard in this like immediate sort of we're shutting everybody down game against in, in a divisional game against the Seahawks. Um, and by the way, a Bobby Wagner revenge game that didn't, I forgot to factor that in. I don't know that they're going to be as motivated to play against the, um, the Raiders, you know, especially knowing that the season is basically over. So I think that is a, a pretty good look. All right. Uh, let's take a break and we come back some lines that might move next. So I pegged, I mentioned the 
Uh, Eagles. I actually think I mentioned the Jets too. Oh wow! So I'm going to need to come up with some a couple more because really <laughs> the only, I only have one more that I found that I thought was really going to move. I thought the Steelers line and it has moved. I believe they were a pick 'em. The Steelers are now minus one and a half. So that, um, that line has moved substantially. Uh, obviously, Lamar Jackson hurt. I think that's probably a reflection of this. I don't know that it was going to get to like three, but I tend to like the Steelers in this spot, even though Tyler Huntley was a capable backup last year. You know, the 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 Ravens are pretty banged up right now, pretty beat down and, and not playing great football. Um, the Steelers, not that they're an awesome team, but, you know, Kenny Pickett's been pretty pretty good this year. Um, serviceable. Some mistakes at times. Um, total of 38. I just think if this did get to three, I would want the rate. I don't want to lay the – I don't want to lay three with the Steelers in a divisional matchup like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wouldn't either. And, you know, the interesting thing, though, is that we saw Lamar Jackson get injured last season – and Tyler Huntley went in and played pretty well. There was a couple one-point losses in there. I know we had one to the Packers. Uh, and so there might not be a huge drop-off uh, from Lamar to Huntley, at least for this game. And, and you know, maybe you have that benefit because you're the Steelers know Lamar Jackson well. They're a division rival. Uh, so it will be interesting to see how this point spread moves over the course of the week. Indeed. Um I'm just going to note too. I think the total in Minnesota and Detroit will probably keep climbing. It's at 52 and a half. Um, Detroit can score. Minnesota's got a decent defense, but not a great defense. And the Vikings should be able to score at will on the Lions. Uh, Trevor Lawrence got banged up. The, the, the Jaguars could have scored a lot more points. That over got, got easily got over. It's at 52 and a half right now. Probably open a little bit lower. I think we could see it climb. I mean, I'm just going to get like 55 or anything like that, but it, it could take up a point or so. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me at all. And then, yeah, this is the other thing too, uh, is you know, this is the type of, time of year where start watching the weather. Um, nothing right now in Buffalo, just sort of looking at, you know, possible weather spots. But like, you know, Cincinnati, you, you can get, I mean, you, you know Cincinnati better than me, but I mean, like, you know, do you, like sometimes you can get some nasty weather in Cincinnati. For instance, uh, you know, this looks like it's going to be sloppy, for, you know, high of 48, rainy, you know, not a ton of win for that game between the Bengals and the Browns. Not that not that anybody's going to really be interested in um, in taking the the uh, under in the Bengals Browns game, which really that that total in the in the Chiefs Bengals game should be going way over. Um, anything else stand out to you, Breach? Uh, no, except that I will stay far away from that Bengals Browns game because the Bengals always seem to struggle against the Brownies. Mm. Yes, they do. Some interesting totals out there for this week. Some interesting point spreads. If you got questions about them, tweet us at tweet at us at Will Brinson at John Breach. Tweet, tweet. Uh, and make sure and check out the post game, post game Sunday night football recap show where we break down the entire week. For Breach, I'm Brinson. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys later.